Hello, family, and welcome back to uh, the Body of Christ series. Uh, my name is Masood Dramandi, and we want to continue on what we started in the last week on the mystery of Christ and the body of Christ. But before that, I feel like I need to um, pray quickly for all of us. So uh, just not, not for this one, but um, for what we have started in this new year, just to go through um, uh, what God wants us to show to actually be ready for change, for transformation, for not holding on to the old and embracing the new. Okay, so I'm going to pray. So if you would uh, close your eyes, uh, even if you are in a group, maybe grab your hands, just not religiously, but as a sign that we can um, uh, even in this expression, live that body of Christ as being members of the body of Christ and perhaps receive a grace right now from God for uh, living this out. Okay, so I'm going to pray. Father, I thank you for uh, these amazing people that are right now uh, listening and watching uh, this video that they all may come together in union in their heart for one purpose to uh, receive and live the mystery of Christ. I pray that the eyes of their understanding may be enlightened and their ears may be opened to your spirit so that the things that were once hidden now can be fully made manifest, fully revealed and even manifested through their lives. I pray that everything that has become a hold on them in the past would be gone, that even right now all the strongholds that does not allow them to see, to hear, to receive be gone. I pray that every hurt that is in their hearts, every stronghold that is in their minds, even every a weakness that is in their body to be gone in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that uh, there would be an abundance uh, for them and to them, an entrance to the kingdom to experience the reality of what it means to live under the rule of the Spirit of God, what it means to be led by the Spirit of God, and what it means to be receiving life from the Spirit in the name of of Jesus. Amen. All right, so uh, let's look at Colossians chapter 2 um, and uh, just show you some of the things that I said we had uh, seen, we started to study and we saw, so we can begin to um, make ourselves ready for, you know, the next steps as we move on. Look at um, the chapter 2 of the book of Colossians. So we looked at uh, chapter 1 uh, verse 26 and 27 about Christ in you being the hope of glory but we want to move on to chapter 2 by the way um, maybe this observation can help you that um, Paul is the one that speaks of the mystery of Christ over and over and over I think in um, Romans chapter 16 verse 25 uh, three times in the book of Ephesians and three times in the book of Colossians, he uses the word this mystery of Christ, Christ and mystery in the same one. So he's the one that actually speaks of this over and over. Uh, therefore, when you look at his, um, his epistles, you begin to see a theme in uh, those epistles. So one of the themes is that when you look at the book of Colossians, it's, it's mostly about the body of Christ. 
they, there is more encouragement toward the body saying who the body is um, and everything that comes with it. But on the other uh, hand, the book of Ephesians uh, pays more attention to the head of this body, which is Jesus Christ himself. Okay, so it speaks more of uh, the head, but Colossians is more of the body. So when you put Ephesians and Colossians together, you have everything that you need to know about the mystery of Christ, both the head and the body. That's just an observation that may help you. So Colossians chapter 2, verse 1. Since we are in the book that mostly is about the body of Christ, look at verse 1. For I want you to know what a great conflict I have for you and those in Laodicea, and for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh. Okay, that includes you and me. So this is not written to only a specific church at a specific time. It says, and anyone that has not seen my face in the flesh. So you haven't seen Paul in the flesh. I haven't seen him in the flesh. But this is written to you and me. So let's see what he says. Verse 2, that their hearts, or let's say that your heart may be encouraged being knit together, knit together in love. Okay, once again, that your heart may be encouraged. Okay, that your heart may be encouraged being knit together in love. Paul says, let me tell you something. I have a, conf a great conflict. Now, the word conflict uh, literally means fight. It says, I'm fighting. Uh, and what he's fighting is nothing except the false doctrines that these people have believed. Okay, so that's the fight, that, that conflict that says, I, you, I want you to know what a great conflict, what a great fight uh, I am in. And that is that your heart may be encouraged. That means people's heart was not encouraged, it was discouraged. Okay, and he says that, it may be that your hearts may be knit together in love. And that means uh, that they were not preached the love of God. That's up until now, I think it's clear. So it says, if this happens, if my fight against every other teaching actually is successful, your heart will be encouraged and it will be knit together in love, all of you, so that this is the result. And attaining to all riches of the full assurance of understanding. Let's read it again. To the attaining of all the riches of the full assurance of understanding. Okay, Paul says, I have a fight that you may come to the riches of the full assurance of the understanding. Okay, what is that trying to say? It's that just as I talked about in a previous uh, session, that the riches speak of an abundance, that speaks of an overflow, that speaks of something that was uh, a bit today, but increased tomorrow and increased again and again and again, and it came to an abundance and riches. So he says, let me tell you, the riches is already available. Now you need to receive that. So he says that the way you receive that is by the full assurance of understanding. 
So basically, it says, I want you to have this full assurance of understanding. So it seems like understanding is very important. Seems like it's not a formula based, but understanding based. Seems like God's way of God's way for us to live is by understanding and not by working out. Okay. Now, when you begin to actually have understanding, it it's like you find your position in the family of God. You begin to see yourself, who you are. Your identity begins to be revealed to you. And once you know who you are, guess what? You have what you need. So then this means, I think this is one of the points that we will be making over and over in this series, that you need to come out of um, looking for answers to the wrong questions. I'll say it again. You need to stop looking for answers to the wrong questions. Because if you ask the wrong question, there is no answer for that and you will just confuse yourself. But if you ask the right questions, you will grow in answers. That means you will grow in understanding. So one of the things that is important for us to know is um, when it comes to the story of, okay, how do I do or what do I do in this situation? That's one of the things that you would actually get the answer to not before understanding the mystery of Christ. Now I'm going to tell you what you're looking for is a wisdom in a certain situation. So let's say that situation could be you having a problem at your work or in your family or you know, a decision that you want to make and you don't know what to do. All of that are the result of not knowing you're not knowing who you are. Okay? A lack of identity causes you and me to ask certain questions, to have certain questions. The moment that identity is revealed, you don't have that question anymore, but you have a full assurance in heart and a perseverance to work uh, that which you already know is yours. So let me read this. This would make more sense. So anyways, he says, I'm in fight that your heart may be encouraged being knit together in love and attaining to all the riches of the full assurance of understanding to the knowledge of the mystery of God, both of the Father and of Christ. The mystery of the Father and Christ. Paul says, I'm praying that you come to have basically the full assurance of understanding of the mystery of the Father and Christ. Which means I want you to have a full revelation of the mystery of the Father and Christ. What is that going to do? Next verse. In whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Aren't you looking for wisdom? It says it's hidden in this Christ. Now, if, um, how do I do this? Let me see if I have a paper. So, okay. So let's say this is, um, this is a, pa a paper and it has all basically some writings on it. And these writings are the answers to your question. 
and these are basically the wisdom that you're looking for and this wisdom is actually is hidden in Christ okay so now this is the mystery this is revelation this is the mystery this is the revelation in this state in the state that you live in the mystery and you have a question without having this one without having basically the revelation of this one so you can have this and open and get the wisdom without this what's going to happen is you look for it you don't find it what do you do you find another thing and you go and get it now this usually and uh, this is by observation what people call wisdom is a fleshly wisdom it's a wisdom that has come from the flesh of either themselves or somebody else that has preached a message so people actually gain a solution to their problems not through christ but through something else now what does that mean it means it's going to be a work-based living a formula that they want to apply and not by revelation of this mystery that is in christ okay that's how important this is because you and i are definitely not looking for uh, getting through our days you and i are looking for experiencing the life of god okay then you have to do it god's way now that means that this kind of wisdom you can get it anywhere you can get it on youtube you can get it on uh i don't know attending some motivational uh, messages or um even read books and stuff like that and they would help yes definitely but you would always need to go back to them for answer and for the next let's say your problem it's 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 solved today but tomorrow there is another problem and you say okay now what do i do in this situation so you're always your soul is working to find an answer you're not at rest okay so god says what i have for you i have put it all in it's called a treasure treasure of wisdom and knowledge and they're all hidden in christ and christ himself is also hidden beyond the veil of your flesh so let me remove the veil let, let us remove the veil from you from your eyes so you can see the christ and let have the revelation of christ so then from him all this wisdom and knowledge that you're looking for will come out and just i used one example um recently in one of our live streams in youtube that i said um you hear this term again and again people get angry and they said i needed to vent myself and uh, and or some people actually say go and do certain things which means either to go i don't know go uh, shout or drink or do whatever um and it never helps the problem why because it didn't deal with the root of that anger within them so next time or two days from now or a week from now somebody else may do something similar and you would again uh, come to the same uh, realization that you are again angry and you need to do something about this you're not at rest you're not enjoying your life you want to do something you want to hurt somebody okay so that then you go and do something else and you never deal with the root 
but then this is the mystery you don't need to you know overcome anger on a constant basis you can deal with it once for all and that's why i say that the moment you actually going back to this mystery the moment you realize that christ is hidden in you beyond the veil of your flesh that means christ is a reality within you so the moment you let go of your external perceptions and realities and consciousness this is gone christ is here and then you begin to search out christ and you get to the depth and you get once again all that is in him now this is what we read in whom are hidden all not some not half not partially all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge okay let me ask you one question what is all wisdom and all knowledge whose wisdom and whose knowledge isn't it god's wisdom and god's knowledge of course it is and he says in christ is hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge so do you think god says you can have all of my knowledge and wisdom yes how can you get that it's in christ what does that mean that you need to know christ that you need to have a revelation of Christ. And you need to know Christ not as just one person. You need to see Christ as a mystery that is the only truth about humanity. Now, that Christ has a head and a body. I need to repeat this again. The Lord Jesus Christ himself is the firstborn of this new generation of mankind, of Christ. But everybody, uh, basically any man has both the head and the body so he raised from the dead as the head of this new generation is the firstborn out of the grave of adam okay and then he is by the love that he's showing us by the washing uh, that is washing our conscience he is allowing us to see ourselves as the one that is joined to him one with him and the fruit of that would be that Christ would minister that wisdom and knowledge to the body and the body grows to become just like the head itself. Okay, this you can see, of course, in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 12 and 13 that it says everything that was given to us, all the gifts at the teachers, the apostles, the evangelists, the pastors, all of them there is one purpose for them for bringing us to the maturity which is the full stature of christ that is the goal um we were um uh, we were um asked by a friend a close friend of us when we were so passionate um like always in the beginning of our christian life uh, about just being with the Lord, reading the Bible, studying it and talking about that. And he said, so are you saying you want to be uh, like Jesus? I said, that's the goal, isn't it? Isn't that the... And he said that obviously in a way that like you're out of your mind. And I'm like, yeah, maybe I'm happy. I'm happy that I'm out of it because it wasn't bearing any fruit in me while I was in that mind. But finally, I'm experiencing something. I see that... The purpose of everything that is done in the church is that you grow and become like the head that has been in the church. Okay, so that is another mystery that it is possible, by the way, to instead of being part of the body 
of Christ to be part of the head of Christ. This is another mystery, but uh, hopefully we can get to that in um, this uh, series. But anyways, uh, so let's go back to uh, chapter 2 and let me read once again these first few verses. Verse 1 says, For I want you to know what a great conflict or fight uh, I have for you and those in Laodicea and for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh, that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love and attaining to all the riches of the full assurance of understanding, to the knowledge of the mystery of God, both of the Father and of Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. This I already covered. Now, I'm going to read the next verse and show you why Paul said, I have a great conflict or I am in a great fight. Verse 4. Now, this I say, so he says, the reason I'm saying this is because of this. Okay, this is the fight that he's been having. Now, this I say that, um, th this I say, lest anyone should deceive you. Okay, I hope you, you, you saw that. That means you will be deceived if your eyes are not fixed on the mystery of Christ. You will, you shall, you will, without a shadow of a doubt, be deceived. If your eyes are not set on the mystery of Christ and your eyes are set on wisdom and knowledge from other places. And uh, by the way, this is not speaking of the world that I already know, that you already know that, I mean, the way of the world, some of the stuff, they're just completely fleshly. This is in the context of the church. Okay, so he says this uh, once again. This I say, now this I say, lest anyone should deceive you with persuasive words. For though I am absent in the flesh, yet I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good order and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ. Now this has a meaning for us, faith in Christ, persuasion in Christ, not being persuaded by persuasive words of just carnal teachings but having full assurance persuasion in christ as you therefore have received christ jesus the lord so walk in him rooted and built up in him so what is he trying to say he says okay so you i'm telling you get the mystery of christ don't listen to another teaching that deceives you and wants you to make uh, to basically take an exit instead of being in the way which is your union with Christ. So he says, uh, and also, now that you are in this path, be rooted. Okay, what is speaking of the, what, what does being rooted speak of? A tree can be planted in a place in just a matter of, you know, maybe 10 minutes. Just hire somebody and they would come and plant a tree for you in your backyard. But for for that tree to be rooted, it requires time. The tree must remain in that place. And if it remains in the same place, it will root out. So he says, 
I want you to be just as you're being planted with your new identity as a tree in Christ to stay there, be steadfast and let your roots go deep. Okay, why is this important? Because as a tree, you need water or otherwise you will be dried. Um, basically, figuratively speaking, you need life. You need divine life. And if you're, you have no roots, if you have no roots in Christ, it's hard to be watered. It's hard to have that life. It's hard to have the fruit in you. It's hard, it's hard to have the fruit of the Spirit. It's hard to have love and joy and peace and kindness and gentleness. You will feel as dry as a uh, as wood and he says but now I'm telling you if you just stand in the mystery of Christ and with different languages he calls that the riches of this wisdom and knowledge he calls that being rooted and then he also uses the term built up now the word root being rooted is used for a tree so he he basically use the metaphor of tree in one aspect to show you who you are then he immediately changes the tone to being built up and being built up is only for a house so he basically says that you are a tree and you are a house okay see these are the mysteries that can only be opened in christ now the moment you begin to see this then you say okay now I'm beginning to see something about trees. When I read the scriptures, the scriptures that have the trees, that speak of the trees, beginning from Genesis chapter 1, God planted, uh, I mean, um, he caused the trees to come out of the earth or tree of knowledge of good and evil, tree of life. Later you go on to say, um, to see the fig tree, the olive tree, the vine tree, the uh, you know cedar of Lebanon and all of that. They begin to speak of, a certain aspect of who you are some of course are related to the adamic part which is the old and god is removing that something like and jesus came and he said every um basically um or john the baptist said even now at the coming of jesus the axe is at the root of the tree so what happened how did the axe come to the root of the tree there was an oldness that was gone when jesus came there was a uh, false tree that was in the heart of people that had uh, taken root in them that the axe the word that came through jesus the sharp message of god is removing that is causing that to be removed so when you begin to see these things then you are you are going to it's like you have found a treasure about who you are and then that becomes your focus. And believe me, if you continuing this, the questions that you had about your life, your daily life would be answered. You would have wisdom in the moment for whatever you are looking for. And of course, we're going to help you in this series with some of the stuff based on our experiences. After, of course, you know, getting all of these knowledge and understanding and seeing them also practically in our life but i want to say let's please start from the foundation 
every good tree bears good fruit that's the principle that jesus said you are looking for good fruit so therefore let's get the tree right don't try to keep the tree as it is and only try to remove the fruits that you don't like because that tree as long as the tree is there the fruit would come again and again and again it will be produced and then what is the answer every time you need to do something but if you just get the tree right which means if you begin to see that you have been planted or you have been grafted in the tree the mystery of christ if you begin to understand what it means that he's the vine you are the branches then you will bear fruit of the spirit that is in the one mystery of christ okay uh my time is up i'm i'm gonna uh pause here but what i want you to take from this session is to understand there is a riches of this mystery and anything other than this mystery will be a deception to you it will deceive you and we we are told to be the sheep that were gone astray but that were deceived but now we have returned to the shepherd of our soul so your soul cannot be shepherded <laughs> Uh, by anybody else than Christ the head of this mystery and then you will if you pay attention to him two things is going to happen you will be rooted and you will be built up and that's you and I need as a tree and as a house that we are being rooted and we are being built up because there, there is greater mystery now about the two that we will discover in this series okay bless you guys uh, I pray like Paul that your heart um, may be encouraged and being knit together in the love of this Christ that we are talking about. That you'll see all these things done and written and now being revealed is for your sake that you may come to the realization of your union with God so that the fruit of the Spirit of God in you may be manifest and you can receive that life today instead of waiting for the future bless you and we'll see you in the next teaching